0: Once in a while, I like to sit back and reflect on the art that's in my life. After telling all of you there's absolutely art somewhere in your daily activities, it's only fair I give myself a quick scan. Beep, beep, yep, still there. But I also like to check in on my friends around me. I decided they needed an art checkup too. What kind of art are they excited about in their lives?
1: A type of art that I love. Well, that's a tough one. I love all forms of art. I consider myself, and many consider me, an outside artist. The reason is, is because an outside artist is someone who makes art that has no formal art training. I'm self-taught.
0: The idea of an outside artist stuck with me for a while because I think we all have that thing in our life that we're kind of not really sure, we're not classically trained at, but we're very passionate about. And it's honestly exactly what this podcast is about, bringing all artists together despite any qualifications. No one should be on the outside. What kinds of art did I find in the world immediately around me? I'm hoping that as I share this journey with you today, you start to explore what is going on around you and give yourself an art checkup. Some of my friends answered with art that you would consider classic.
1: What I like best about mosaics is is the opportunity to make something beautiful out of materials that were either discarded or broken, but ultimately had been rendered useless and, uh, and having lost their value. And creating mosaics usually has me enjoying the process as much as the end result. It's obvious that on their own, it looks like junk. It looks like a broken dish, but each piece matters. Each chunk of glass matters. Where it gets placed matters. And when it's joined together, for like the whole outcome, for me it becomes this complex, powerful experience. You get to put this puzzle together to make a whole new something out of a pile of fractured nothing. That's why I love mosaics.
2: I think the primary form of art in my life is music. I've been playing music since I was 10 years old, and it's the thing that I've done the longest in my life other than breathe, probably. I think my favorite form of playing music, though, it's just me and my flute and a piece of sheet music, or sometimes not even a piece of sheet music, and I'm just playing whatever I'm feeling at that moment. So it might be an old piece that I played for a recital a while back, or it might be some fun, stupid pop tune, or it might just be whatever is in my brain. And it's just such a a primal form of self-expression that I don't know where I would be without it. Some of them a bit of a twist.
3: One art form that I completely took for granted when I was a kid that I have a lot of appreciation for now as an adult is voice acting. I used to watch a ton of cartoons as a kid and I never really put two and two together that there were a bunch of actors in a studio making all these bizarre characters come to life. But now that I'm an adult, I constantly find myself sitting on my couch with my phone in my hand, hopping through IMDB. Like, I know that voice! I know who that is! I think DJing is an art form to me because it's almost like the people there are kind of like the paint, and the room is the canvas. And I'm bringing like all these things together through music and just connecting people that might not have ever like talked before or ever hung out before, kind of coming together just to see you know, what it ends up being. And usually by the end of the night, it's this room filled with people who didn't know each other at first, but everyone at the same time, they're just coming together just for the love of music and the love of all different genres of music.
2: So one form of art that I've like really recently gotten into is miniature painting. Um, a lot of people think that it might be for like miniature trains or models. I personally use it for tabletop gaming, like role playing. It's it's definitely a skill that really comes with a lot of practice. And now that I'm getting into the hobby a little bit more, you know, I'm seeing a lot more of the work that goes into it and. But there's a uh, very specific paints and paint and different tools that you can use for different sizes of these uh, miniatures, and it's it's really kind of impressive how playing a little role-playing game can turn
0: into such an artistic and you know in-depth uh, hobby. Caitlin, my friend who paints minis, has brought this gigantic and amazing art form into my life over the past two years, and I am so excited to bring you more episodes about it soon. But I will let my friend James explain what I'm talking about.
3: An art that I have taken with me after my childhood has ended would be my love and passion for tabletop role-playing games whether it's creating characters for the games or world building or just kind of you know running games for my friends family and even strangers it's just something that's so cool to see different people interact and portray these different people that they create out of their mind
0: Yes, I am now very into tabletop role-playing games. The layers of creativity that go into every part, from character creation through game execution, are astounding, honestly. Expect more artistic license going into this because, believe it or not, I firmly believe everyone needs a little D&D in their lives. Dungeons and Dragons. Back to my friends and their art. A couple of people talked about food as an art, something we can all get behind. I started out cake decorating as a hobby and then
2: moved moved it up into doing it as a job, and now it's back as just being one of my hobbies. But every single step of the way, I've always really enjoyed the process and the creativity that goes along with that, and there's a certain amount of like accuracy mixed with creativity that goes into decorating a cake. It's like if your recipe's off, it's not going to taste good, but also if your technique is off, it's not really going to look good. It's a fun form of almost like sculpture, and the most rewarding part of it for me is sharing it with other people. So while I was doing it for a job, it was so fun to see like the customer's face light up when you'd bring them exactly what they had in mind. It's, it's a really rewarding process knowing that you kind of put a piece of your heart into this artful dessert that you made.
3: There's an art to cooking for one. Mind you, I'm not talking about any Michelin star nonsense. Here, just me, cooking for myself, putting dinner on the table for the sole enjoyment of yours truly. I'm a single guy. I live alone. No one else ever sees, smells, or tastes the food I cook. I could, like most of my cohorts, just subsist on a steady diet of whatever's easy. It's not like I'm trying to impress anyone. But, frankly, that's no fun. Each dish, I get to try a new and exciting recipe, keeping in mind the fact that it'll also be dinner tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after that. Each dish, I try to pair with a tasty, yet inexpensive wine. Each dish, I plate the food as beautifully as I can. Every meal is a little piece of culinary art, tailored to my personal tastes and suffused with perfect, creative freedom. Because after all, I'm the only one who will ever know if it all goes horribly wrong.
0: Alexander's clip about cooking for one connected in a way with another friend's audio, and it all ties together as part of the art of love, or finding love.
1: Writing an engaging online dating profile, whether that's for Tinder or OkCupid or Match, whatever, is an art that I think a lot of people really struggle with. Um, There are plenty of misconceptions about what folks think they should be saying to sell themselves that can work with radically varying degrees of success, but it's also hard to write about yourself. Uh, But it's even harder when you're focused on finding a romantic partner that takes practice and sometimes outside perspective to really figure out what you're doing right and wrong, which seems to be a critical component to learning any kind of art.
0: I'll admit, I've tried to craft something like that and dang, it is really hard. But sometimes there's an art to improving your life, right? These final two brought in other life-improving arts. So right now,
2: I am a librarian, and this is going to sound kind of dorky, but I think there's a certain amount of art that goes into organization. There's a certain amount of satisfaction that goes along with knowing that everything is exactly where it's supposed to be, and the actual act of organizing shelves is kind of this zen moment where you just get to listen to music and and just go row by row and book by book and make sure everything is exactly in its place. And that if someone ever walked up to you with the title of a book, you could go to the shelves and know exactly where that book is supposed to be. There's a beauty in that kind of efficiency, and there's also a certain kind of poetry that goes into creating and reading call numbers for books, and knowing that each book is unique to its call number, and no two books are ever going to be in the same place. So it might be a bit unconventional, but I do think that organization counts as art.
4: The art of listening. And you're probably sitting up there thinking, like... What do you mean the art of listening? Art is such a wide variety of word, and listening to me is an art. It's something that not everybody has. And for instance, if we're in an argument or in a debate with somebody, we're oftentimes hearing what they're saying, but we're not really sitting down and listening. We can hear you, and then all of a sudden we already have a response to what is being said, and we're not listening, and we're not really sitting down and thinking about what is being said to us and processing other people's thoughts if you're in an argument resolving the issue or if you're in a debate seeing the other point of view that's to me is an art
0: So as you've been listening to this podcast, see what I did there? What kind of arts have you recognized in your life? Your significant others, your friends, your parents? What kind of art can you just not get through your day without indulging in? I want to know. Tell me. I want to do an episode about it. I'm Rachel Woodall. Thanks to all of my friends who participated and thank you for listening to Artistic License. For more of this podcast, visit wgnradio.com. You can also find out more about my art at rachelwoodallmedia.com.